Hey, what's going on, guys? Coach Shawnee back with the Performance Plus podcast today. I am joined by Pamela. Uh, we are going to talk about being old. Uh, we are both masters athletes. Zach gets left out of this conversation because he's not old enough yet. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about training as you get older, uh, kind of some strategies for uh, dealing with it, what to expect, uh, um, maybe thoughts on scaling, modifying, when to go for it, when not. So, uh, Pamela, before we get started, uh, do you put your milk in your cereal bowl before your cereal or after? Uh, definitely after. After. Okay. My been debating this with my wife. She's like super hardcore believes you put your milk in first. And I've, I've never, never heard, heard of that. Yeah. Like what is wrong with you? Doesn't it get soggy? No. Um, See, I actually right. like my cereal soggy, but I don't like milk. So... I don't actually drink the milk. Like if I'm using like chocolate Cheerios and then the milk turns chocolate, <laughs> I won't drink that milk. Like people like that's the like, like gold at the end of the rainbow. Right. And yeah. so I put just enough milk in where it can get the cereal soggy a little bit. Cause I do like it. soggy. <laughs> and then I, I kind of like drain it out of the spoon when I <laughs> That's cereal. a unique thing too. I've never heard of that either. Yeah. I, uh, is do you use almond milk or are you like real milk? In it? No, real. I do skim milk. But I was my friend had pointed out the ingredients in almond milk because it's like all the craze. It's not that good. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, wait, it's not just like almonds, like you know, pressed. And he's like, no. There's like a lot of crap in that. And so I went back to skim milk. I'm like, it's just milk skimmed. I'm doing it. There's two ingredients, you know. It's it's really fascinating with some of those things that we uh, perceive as healthy or organic yeah. or whatever. Like they're the complete opposite, uh, complete opposite. You want to hear something really dumb I've been doing? Yeah. This ties into what we're talking about. So I decided uh, I was going to try a vegan diet exclusively for the month of January. Uh -huh. um, and I feel worse and I think I'm eating worse than I ever have in my entire life because veganism uh, doesn't mean that I'm eating salads all the time. It means that I'm eating impossible burgers all the time, which are terrible for you. Like terrible. If you look at the ingredients, it's the same with the almond milk. The only reason, and this is completely my uneducated opinion, that almond milk became popular was because there were lactose intolerant people, right? But then people were like, that's got to be healthier. I don't know how the craze came. But anyway, skim milk. I don't like whole milk. My dad drinks whole milk because he's like old school. And to me, it's mm -hmm. well, way too like. Uh, that's, yeah. yeah, I'm not into chewing my milk. Yeah, like, That's exactly. how I'm going to feel about that. Exactly. Uh, what's your favorite cereal? I'm a mixer. So, a mixer, okay. Yeah, I mix like three different cereals. Like, if I had to go completely unhealthy, it'd be Fruity Pebbles. Okay. Um, second unhealthy, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. And then, but what I normally eat is, like, um, plain Cheerios mixed with a little Rice Krispies, plain, and then Honey Nut Checks or Cinnamon Checks. Oh, man. 
It's so do you eat a lot of cereal? You have this dialed in. I do. <laughs> it's my carbs, like rice and cereal. That's all I eat wow. for carbs okay. and rye bread. Wow. Yep. You should see my my pantry. It's got like nine different cereals, like honey. Like it's a it's mostly like different types of Cheerios, different types of checks, and the peanut butter checks are t- like freaking believable but they're almost too sweet for me and they have they're a little higher in fat so i don't tend to use them too much i'm really messing up man i like zach is eating tater tots and like cutting weight you yeah. look great have veiny abs and are eating cereal and <laughs> yeah. i feel like death and i'm trying to be vegan like this is I, like i'm skipping i gotta we gotta you guys gotta write a nutrition program i'm gonna send you my rp strength diet yeah. and like you'll be like wait what because I mean, it's pretty bland and plain, but it's also fun. Like for that's me. Aw- that's Lots awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I like <laughs> that should be their advertisement. Besides all the people that look good with other clothes on, uh, it should be like you get to eat cereal every single day. Yeah, uh, on, this is part of your RP plan. No, like nobody would turn down a bowl of cereal, right? No, cereal's the best. No, like I love cinnamon toast crunch. Like anytime, anywhere, I'll eat it. Like it's it's the best. Like the only the only thing I don't like about cereal now is there's nothing fun on the back of the box. Like when we were kids. Oh, like little games. Yeah. Would you have a favorite? I'm trying to remember. Like there are always the ones where you'd like do a maze or whatever. But do you remember any highlights? I mean, there was always those word searches. Yeah. The word scrambles yeah. and stuff. Yep. God, kids now are so spoiled, right? Like they just get their phone out and everything's better than the back of yeah. the cereal box. Exactly. That's what they think. But that that's a good segue into our master's See. conversation because we're that old. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Great segue into talking about being old. Uh, <laughs> stay off my lawn moment. So uh, just... You're how old now? 47. You don't mind me 47. Uh, I'm 38. So oh. about to hit that next age bracket. Baby. I know. I know, but I feel so old. Uh, <laughs> there's so many miles on my body that, you know, for yes. better or for worse. Um, so do you feel different? Like at this point in your life, like how does your body feel compared to a decade ago? That's a great question. So Um, I remember competing at my first master's when I was started, the games started at 40. They didn't have a 35 to, you know, category. So um, my first year at games, I was 40. And I remember people saying like, oh, just wait till you get older. You know, it's going to be harder. You'll get more injured. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Um, And it took me until about close to 46 to realize, wow, I really do need to warm up and my back sometimes gets tweaked real easily now. And my hip is always getting caught, you know? Um, and so I have definitely noticed a difference. Um, I think that I don't notice a big as difference as others because I am flexible. And I think is the number one besides nutrition, the key to success of aging is flexibility. Aging um, without pain. <laughs> or pain. So do you, I mean, you are, I would put you on that scale of hypermobile or that side, right? Do you still have like a, a stretching practice right now? Yeah. So it's much worse in the winter than in the summer. Um, 
I feel that I'm more motivated when weather is warmer to stretch um, because my body just feels better. Um, but I don't per se have a routine other than I at any point at any given time of the day, I'm like, oh, I should stretch. And I mean, I might be like in my office doing work and just be like, well, let me just see if I can still do some splits. And then I'll just take five minutes to do that. So I don't have a religiously like a uh, regimented routine, which I probably should. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't be, wouldn't be a terrible idea. I think we know a guy that could probably program that. Yeah, exactly. Um, does, uh, does it feel like it takes, rec- like if you go for it or do something that's really hard, do you feel like it's harder to come back from that days after? Um, I don't feel that re- my recovery has suffered as I age. It's more, um, if I don't warm up properly, I'll, I will tweak something, um, more than I used to back in the earlier days of my master's games, like when I was in my early forties. Um, so recovery for me feels really good. I think honestly, it's because what I do to recover. So our gym CrossFit Weddington has a sauna. Um, Ah. we sauna 20 to 30 minutes every single day after working out. Um, and I'll do like a lot of like when the weather's a little bit nicer, we'll do an ice bath with a sauna and it's amazing. Um, I do also think CBD has helped me a lot as well too. What do you use by the way? For the CBD? Yeah. Um, just like a, a daily, um, drop and the CBD gummies from okay. CBD MD USA. <laughs> uh, are they Delta eight gummies or are they? No. Just, okay. Yeah. They're not the Delta eight. You're yep. not getting, not getting any psychoactive effects. Just right. nice, nice inflammation reduction and exactly. systematic benefits. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a, a bridge into that. Uh, do you notice any like psychological effects on your, like as you age, like um, do you get sensory perceptual changes or like uh, do you just feel like even like more moody or like things get in your head more than maybe when you were, you know, in your early master's years? Um, that's a great question. So I think it's actually, um, I think it, the answer is yes and no. Um, I think that, um, I know how to, because through experience as you age, um, I feel like I know how to feel my body better. I feel like I know, okay, like if I know it's super heavy overhead squats today, here's some banded overhead PVC work I'm going to do and shoulder shrugs, um, so I know how to handle the the um, physical game where so mentally I don't overthink things. Um, but as I get older too, um, you realize I don't want to be hurt. Like hurt. Yeah. yeah. I have work. Like I have, you know, like kids I want to go visit college and I just like, I want to travel, you know, I have a lot of things going on. So I think mentally I'm like, do I really need to hit that number on the barbell? Not, not so much, you know, so it is a little bit of a twofold question. 
of like risk versus reward at this point for me. Um, you know, competing at the games is no longer like um, fueling my passion for fitness and for CrossFit. Um, what fuels my passion is coaching, helping others, being able to write programs for Performance Plus and do videos on Instagram to help everybody and the community. That's what fuels it. So working out with my friends every day. So that's something that uh, I've kind of noticed as I've aged and I've observed and even I work out in the CrossFit Decatur, the gym I work out with. We have several people that are in classes that are, you know, in their late 60s, 70s. Um, They don't come to the gym. They come to the gym to stay healthy, but they come to the gym really for the social hour. Right. And like that's something that older I've got, the less it's a competition and the more it's like. I want to be around people that I like every day. Like this is just a good time for me to get the social thing out. So it sounds like that's kind of a thing for you as well. Like, Hey, I do this because I want to be a part of a community. I want to be around people that are also chasing health and wellness um, and not just, you know, but I do think that it becomes more important the older we get uh, where when you're younger, maybe you're just there to uh, look good naked and, and beat other people in workouts. Um, have you got any, uh, like, do you, have you noticed any, this might be a sensitive subject. You can tell me to screw off if it is, but like, have you noticed any like pre-menopausal changes starting to approach, uh, like with like estrogen, testosterone balances, anything like that? Um, no, I really haven't. I've never really had any issues with things like that. So, um, for me, that hasn't, been an issue yet. And, you know, I'm still in my late forties. Sometimes that doesn't happen for women, you know, until mid fifties where your body is really changing. Um, so for me, I haven't had any effects yet. That's so, I think I, nutrition helps so much with that too. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, absolutely. Imagine if your body's full of cortisol from eating inflammatory foods, and then you're uh, also aging and your, your hormonal soup is changing. I mean, that's going to have a massive impact on you know how you're aging. So yeah, uh, speaking of aging, too, is that um, I think that I also um, am very into like the physical por- portion of this because as I see people get older as we age and get sick and not be able to fight that sickness, I think that that's been something that's powered me through as well, too. Cool. We had a, and we're back. Little tech problem. Uh, Pam was just <laughs> mentioning that uh, she stays motivated by uh, fighting off sickness, so keeping her body strong so as she ages, um, she doesn't you know, succumb to some of those things that we... Uh, we see happen in older populations, which is, you know, super common. Um, kind of speaking on the th- strength topic, have you, do you notice it's harder to keep and maintain strength in your, as you age, uh, or are you pretty much able to keep it? Yeah. Again, um, I am definitely able to keep it, but I don't train at that highest level anymore. So my lifting numbers are down, but that's just because of the way I train. Um, I honestly feel stronger than I ever have. Like, I feel better than I ever have. I tweaked my diet about with um, RP about maybe like 10 months ago, cut out cheese, um, very low fat, like high, high protein and carb has been really helpful for me. Um, And so I actually feel really good. (laughs) Like, I am so lucky 
I feel so lucky that I, my body can do what it does. Is there anything, like, do you have any appreciable, other than getting tweaks easier, any appreciable differences uh, in how you, like, work out? Do you, uh, like, just take 70% or 80% of whatever the RX is? Is there, like, anything like that, or is just kind of go off feel? Yeah, um, I mean, because I'm in the 45 to 49 category, and I'm really at the top end of my category, you know, I follow the Mayhem Masters program, and However, you know, whatever the weight is for my category, I do. I don't do, you know, weight that 35-year-olds are doing. So I do the appropriate weight for my age category, and it seems to work out great. That's amazing. I think that I think that you're a, a good picture of, like, a goal to be when we all <laughs> age, man. I was saying – I told this to somebody earlier today. I was like – I know I have a friend, uh, she is still like super hot, super moves, super well, can do super high level gymnastics and she's in her late forties. And like, that's like maybe what the destination should be for aging a little bit more than, uh, the way that like I often go about it, which is I still want to be competitive when I'm that age, you know? And that's, uh, the older I get, the more I notice like one, uh, you have to fight to have the drive to even be competitive. And then two, when you are, you really pay for it. Like you're kind of talking about, like if you go send it in a workout, like the tweaks are real and the tweaks stick around a lot longer and they're, you know, a lot more painful than they were when I was in my late twenties doing CrossFit. So um, I definitely hear that. The one thing that I know I was, you know, definitely, um, I'm definitely lucky to, have been born, you know, more flexible or having a passion for fitness. Um, so I understand that the mass of the population hasn't found that fitness is fun. Um, so they don't stick with it, but there's nothing that aggravates me more than hearing people give up on life Mm -hmm. because they've hit a certain age, like, Oh, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just old, you know? And I'm like, well, it's not because you're old, it's because of your activity, and your nutrition, and your mindset. You know, um, I got a DM last week and it said, a goal of mine is to do a pull-up. I'm already 50. Is it too late for me? Should I just give up? And I was like flabbergasted that somebody would just think it's too late. I'm like, you could get a pull-up when you're 70, you know? Um, So, you know, that's our, like, society's mindset. And it's really frustrating sometimes. I I also find that super interesting. It's like we're conditioned from birth that, like, you retire and then become irrelevant, like, physically, mentally. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's super frustrating to just think, like, oh, because I'm 50 years old, I'm disabled at this point like uh it's cool to be a part of a community though where you see people that are in their 60s and 70s at the games level doing things that you wouldn't see people in their 20s that are healthy too so yes um, definitely i'm like i hope you set goals every decade to reach like my son um is um going to um mit next year and there's a professor there that's like i think he's 92 and he's still teaching and he's sharp as a tack, you know, and just full of life. And that's how it should be. Like, yes, you should enjoy life, but you should also keep your mind sharp, your body sharp. And you're, you know, you only get one body. So 
I try and treat it like the most precious vehicle I own, which it is. Yeah. I think it's interesting what kind of adding on to what you just said, I think people kind of, when they give up, when they, they stop pushing, you know, whether it's teaching at MIT at 92 or, you know, going to the gym and working, like it adds to the spiral effect of aging somehow, yes. like they age faster and they get more decrepit faster because they just give up. Like, it's like, if you just keep pushing and keep living for something, you kind of fight off some of those effects that cause people to die. Yes, totally agree. It's interesting. Uh, one more question. You guys have a sauna at your gym, which I find awesome. Yeah. How many people are in the sauna at once? That's such a good question. So um, it's a six-person sauna. Every once in a while, there are eight, but usually um, it's like four to six. And we have the best, funniest, probably really inappropriate conversations <laughs> um, that are, it makes the whole day just so fun. We just laugh and tell funny stories and jokes. And sometimes we'll sit in silence, but most of the time we're just ripping on each other. Is it outside or inside? It is outside, but they built, it's like my owner and a bunch of my guy friends built it with him and built it from a kit, but like from scratch. Um, so it's like a little house. It's so cute. And it's amazing. <laughs> I just, I feel like there's so many ways that having that could go. Like I, I wish our gym had one. That's amazing. But I feel like there's so many ways that could go. Like you could get in some really awkward circumstances uh, in the community sauna. And uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a whole Seinfeld that should have been written around that. But that's pretty it, awesome, man. It, I feel like I got to go to Weddington just so I can experience that. Definitely. I think it's really a great way to like bond and bring the community together for our gym too. That's cool. Very cool. Well, thank you for sharing all your secrets. Just to kind of recap uh, some of the things that you hit here. One, um, highlighting flexibility and the importance of it as you age. Uh, stay flexible, my friends. It is uh, really important too. As you age, tweaks kind of happen more. So just being respectful of that and being mindful around your loadings and uh, et cetera. Uh, three was uh, recovery. Reco you have good recovery habits, but if you don't have good recovery habits, like uh, using CBD, taking uh, ice baths and saunas and those kind of things, uh, life gets harder. Um, <laughs> And then just like never, never fucking quitting, as right. uh, I like to say, just keep getting after it. So all great points. Well, uh, we'll send this to Zach in a time capsule. And when he meets our destination, he can read this uh, or listen to this and it will help him age. So right. uh, he's somewhere doing eight things and deadlifting hundreds of pounds at the same time right now. So uh We'll, we'll see him next time. But uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, jump back in. Uh, next time, we're going to talk a little bit about um, developing a press to a handstand. So we will see you then. <laughs>